Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. The most F-bombs I've ever seen in an article by Eric Name covering this Bucks team. By far. Uh, and, and Giannis, you know, was the one being interviewed. So they were pretty much all Giannis. Um, one of them uh, right here. Uh, we could start from effing. I'm, I'm not going to swear. We could start from effing ownership change, coach change, coach changed again, star players change from Chris being in and out like so much effing bleeping. It's just up and down, up and down. So many things changing, man. But we got to stay together. I don't like to victimize myself. I don't like to feel bad about myself. That's not who I am. End quote. I, I got something off of that quote, please, if you don't mind. So, Lazary leaves. Jimmy Haslam comes in. Now, from my standpoint, I can't stand Jimmy Haslam. Um, so, for me, I didn't like it at all. But I will admit, I did not think it would make a hill of beans difference to the players at all. Who gives a crap, right? I mean, who cares? I'm playing for Adrian Griffin and John Horse is my GM and Peter Fagan's the president and that's who I got to deal with. But maybe I misread that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, these owners have more of an impact maybe on these players than I thought, Nathan, because I I really didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal where he would even bring it up. Like, why is it even worth bringing up uh, unless it's affected him in some way or another. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, the fact that he brought it up right away definitely tells you something about how, you know, it probably was, it probably affects the players a little bit somehow, or, um, you know, I, I don't know. It could, I, maybe, maybe he's just saying it in the sense that it's just another thing that's been changing, but I don't know. It, it's interesting. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't know how exactly it would affect them. Um, I don't know how much they're dealing with the owners, you know, directly on a, on a regular basis. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that quote just, again, it, it, as he's saying, you know, they don't, they don't want to feel bad about themselves, but the reality is they just have had to go through a lot of change. And that is this a difficult thing to go through and to, it, it, it's going to be a little bit bumpy. It's going to be, it's not going to be smooth sailing throughout when you are changing all of those things. You've got, you know, you're making a big trade, you change up the coach twice, you're changing owners, it's just like guys' roles are changing. You know, as he said, Chris is in another lineup. There's just hasn't been stability in, in really any aspect of the organization, which doesn't mean the sky is falling. You know, it doesn't mean that 
everything's terrible, but it just means, okay, there hasn't really been stability up to this point. And, you know, you're hoping you can get that stability going up, going forward and going into the playoffs. You just get to a point where you do finally have that and you get a healthy team and you have, you know, now the coach having, having some uh, games under his belt and everything's a little bit smoother, but up to this point, I just, you, they have not had that. And that's a difficult thing to, to not have when you're trying to win a championship. You, you want to have that consistency, the stability, the just reliability, everyone knowing exactly, you know, everyone's role. And it's like, they just haven't because they haven't, you know, everything he mentioned. So, um, you know, I think it's just a reminder that like, okay, they haven't had it up to this point, but I think that going forward, you can expect that, okay, you know, we know Doc's going to be the coach throughout. We know um, Chris should be returning fairly soon. Sounds like from, from what Doc said. Uh, And you're hopefully going to see these guys be more comfortable in their roles and everything. So it's like, you should start to see some of that. You should start to see them uh, have that stability and, and hopefully it can help them going into the playoffs. We knew that maybe there was a respect issue or some things going on with Adrian Griffin. As much as Nathan and I were like, he's not getting fired. Dude. Like it ain't happening. Not in the first year. He ain't getting fired. It was worse than I thought y'all. I, I was worse than worse than I thought. Uh, Eric name writes uh, about the Adrian Griffin thing that led to Giannis putting more on his own shoulders as a leader, which included walking teammates through drills in practice, drawing up plays and diagramming actions more than he ever has had in his career and being far more vocal as a leader quote from Giannis. I just had to do it. I had to be more vocal this year. Things weren't the way they were supposed to be. How can I say it? The last couple of years, I'm used to specific structure of things, a specific culture. There's a certain way that you have to do things in order for you to win games, you know? And if that level is not being met as a leader, you have to push that envelope, push everybody, your coaching staff, your teammates, end quote. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus now, on the last podcast of Greeting Roy, we talked about Shaquille O'Neal's comments to Damian Lillard uh, when he said pretty much you and Giannis, you know, have to do what you have to do, grabbing dudes by jerseys, whatever you have to do, uh, and lead this team and be those dudes uh, to make sure this thing gets done at the end of the day because it's going to be on Doc, Lillard, and Giannis if they don't win a championship. And you and I talked about leadership of, you know, is he yelling at dudes, Giannis? Uh, is he leading in other ways? Whatever. Hey, man, ain't no need to question Giannis's leadership ability anymore. Based on just what Eric Name wrote in that athletic piece, there's no need to question whether or not Giannis is a leader and whether or not Giannis will take control of a team. That's it. Caves closed. Shaq and everybody else can just shut the hell up going forward on Giannis. Lillard, don't know. But Giannis, 
that puts that that bad boy to rest, Nathan, in my opinion. Yeah, and it goes to what I was saying where um, when we brought this up last podcast where it was like just because we're not seeing it all the time doesn't mean it's not happening. You know, I feel like Giannis, yeah, he was doing a lot of that, you know, behind the scenes and in practice and in the locker rooms and all that stuff. And he was he had to pick up that slack that he thought, you know, he needed to do because Griffin wasn't um, able to do that. And it's like we didn't really see that because it doesn't show itself always in the game and, and on the court in, in the middle of a game where, you know, when everyone's eyes can when everyone can see it. But, you know, again, just because we're not seeing it doesn't mean these guys aren't being leaders, doesn't mean they aren't taking control and and really stepping up. And yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think I think um, these guys are better leaders than they get credit for just again because of their demeanor and how they are during games um you know and so i think just because they're not out there yelling at guys in the middle of a game and in timeouts like people think that oh they're not vocal they're not they're not leaders they're not you know they're not stepping up they don't they don't care that much and it's like no they do they are they do this stuff in in other ways and in, at different times than sometimes we see so yeah that was very interesting because it it very clearly showed the the big reasoning why you had to make the Griffin. You know, I don't care. Like people are going to complain about outsiders are going to say Doc's three and seven. You had a thirty and thirteen record with Griffin. Why did they fire him in the first place? Blah blah blah. And it's like Doc anyone who felt it. What? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers said in that interview All Star Weekend about I told the owners they shouldn't have fired him. I don't know why yeah. they fired him for it. I, I don't know yeah. what happened. They know, told me it was already it, done. I don't know. I know, I know, but he I, at the same time he's not going to be like, oh yeah, Griffin, Griffin needed to go, and exactly. like he's I, full of crap. Know. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I take that with a big grain of salt, but it's like people are outsiders are going to say that stuff, but anyone who follows this team closely, like you can see why the change was made. You can see why, um, you know that that had to happen because the players just did not believe in the structure. They did not believe he was like Griffin was ready to to take a team over the hump and to take a team to the finals and was um, prepared enough and all that stuff. And like the, the fact that Giannis felt he had to, you know, again, like, like, as he was saying, kind of take control, be more vocal, walk through guys and drill, walk, walk through drills with guys, um, draw stuff up on, on his own. And it's like, you shouldn't have to do that. That shouldn't be his responsibility. You I know? think we know why Stotts left. Yeah. Stotts knew. Yeah. And so again, just, just, I don't care what the record is right now. Like having a coach that these guys do believe in and they believe, okay, you know, we can get this thing right. And nobody mentions that they have the sixth best defense in the league since Doc took over. I know the offense has been bad, but that can somewhat be attributed to not having their top four players in any game with Doc or any game since like the first game with Doc so far, first two, maybe. Um, so it's like, Nobody talks about the defense being six. Everyone talks about the record. And it's like the process has been a little bit better. I know it was an ugly last two games, but overall, like it's been, it's been a little bit better. They are showing improvement. They seem more bought in guys just seem a little bit more comfortable um, playing under doc rivers than they were under Griffin. And that's, that's what matters. It's, it's all about getting these guys comfortable and, and believing in this thing and getting a team that you, that really thinks they can win a title come April, May. And it seems like they're, you know, again, heading in the right direction uh, in that regard. So, yeah, reading this just kind of confirmed all those things that people thought of why Griffin had to go, why he wasn't ready and why, you know, you had to get a more experienced coach in here.
Before we get to the money quote from Giannis that blew up uh, all over social media, uh, also in this article, uh, Eric Name talks to Damian Lillard uh, about All-Star Weekend, and I was wrong on that too. I'm fine saying I'm wrong when I'm wrong. Um, I didn't think you know, Giannis and Lillard getting away was going to be that big of a deal at All-Star Weekend. Like, what really is going to get accomplished? But according to Lillard, a lot got accomplished. They were really able to just, th- those two kind of talk about where this team is, where this team's going, what has to change in order for that team to get there and do it without all their other teammates around them. Um, and in the premises, coaches, all that stuff, it was just those two guys sitting down and having conversations throughout All-Star Weekend. So that even seems like that was productive, Nathan, and something that, you know, I, I thought was overblown as far as what this was going to be like All-Star Weekend. But according to Lillard, this was very, very beneficial for those two, which should be beneficial for the Bucks. 